single with your host. I'm Mike. That's Chris. What's up? Slim. What are we getting into today? Man, you already know what it is, man. Before we even start, I just want to go ahead and let everybody know that you should go ahead and follow Beyond Her and Evil. If you ain't following Beyond Her and Evil on the IG page, on the Spotify page, on the Apple podcast page, you're doing yourself a disservice. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and hit us up on Instagram at Beyond Hood and Evil. Make sure you follow the page and share the page with a friend. Am I saying that we're going to blow up your feed? No. <laughs> Am I saying that we're going to be posting content that you need to know, though? Yes. If you're listening to us right now on Spotify, make sure you hit that follow button and rate us. If you can't rate us, that just means you ain't listened to enough episodes. So make sure you double up, play a few, and then come back and rate us. If you're listening on Apple, make sure you hit subscribe and rate us. And if you're listening on neither of those platforms, do the same damn thing. All right, let's get into it. You already know what it is, Beyond Hood and Evil. And today, for the beyond of it, we're getting into what? Boxes, man. Boxes. Why are we getting into boxes? Because... We all like to put things in boxes. You know how you feel, you put it in a box. What you think, you put it in a box. What you identify as, you put it in a box. As much as you try to, you know, they got us trying to think that we have to be outside the box. We even put those in boxes. Why? Because we're coming up with new categories as we go. So, you know, politically, what do you do? You check a box. You know what I'm saying? One of the big two, even though they say there's three. There's not. There's only two. And honestly, there's really only one. Whoever you Mm. don't like. You know what I'm saying? The person that you don't like is usually the person that wins. So, that's what we started off with, man. You can tell me a little story beforehand. So we just wanted to, we should probably just pick it up there. Hey, man. So I had some friends in town this weekend and I, and I loved seeing them. And, and, and uh, it was a pretty, it was a pretty Latin group. Uh, my, my group is pretty diverse. I call my group the United Nations. <laughs> Got representation from all over. So this is some, some homies from college. They live in the South. And uh, one of them is mixed race. She's white and Mexican. And, uh, you know, we were riding in the car and I asked her, and what does she identify as? And she said, well, you know, she's Mexican. And culturally, she's Mexican. Um, her heritage was brought up Mexican. She also Orale. lives... <laughs> <laughs> but she also lives in Texas. She's Mexican. Um, but she did say, if someone were to run up in a building, because she's fair-skinned and, you know, she can present, you know, or be seen as white, she said, if somebody ran up in a building and said they're going to shoot all the white people, she would run. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, so for her, it was very clear. She was like, I know who I am. I know what I identify as, but you also have to be careful about how you're perceived by other people. Like that's really important. So although she knows the multi- multicultural context of her life, she was just like, yeah, that don't matter when people are out here acting wild. And for mm-hmm. me, Chris, I thought that was really interesting, right? Because we'll shout from the mountaintops, all the context in the world. This is who I am. Can't put me in a box. Uh, but when, when a storm comes, when shit hits the fan, <laughs> like an example where she's like, if somebody come to shoot up the spot, yeah, you're going to get out of there because ain't nobody going to be, anybody going to care that you're Jewish. <laughs> they were like, oh, you look like a white man. Right. You know what I mean? Like no one's going to care about you being mixed race or multi-race. They're going to be like, what do you look like? Uh, so, Chris, that's where I want to start it at, because I was like, you know what? I appreciate that perspective because she understood. I think it's interesting that you chose to say she's mixed race as opposed to biracial. And I think that's a that's a super old school way of putting it. Because, you know, that's a new, not should be like to think about it and pretend someone being mixed race is something that's current. That's, that's like the, that's like from the like, let's call it. Let's say it's from the 90s up. Like, oh, she's mixed. She's mixed. But back in the day, it was like biracial, <laughs> meaning that you are two races. You know what I'm saying? You're not one thing. Even though you can try to claim one or the other, you're bi. You're not either one. And that's how you become an outlier because that's how they used to, you know, the one drop rule, all that, the systematic, systemic prejudice and all that other stuff. So, you know, I don't know. I kind of prescribe to that too. Like when someone has the ability to be passing, I always think that's like the one of the best gifts in the world because you always hear these stories <laughs> I'm saying, like, think about it. You always hear these stories about um, my name is this, like on Instagram, somebody doing it. You know how Instagram now is like for our people our age and TikTok for people under our age, whatever. So you mm-hmm. had something that's, that was already probably super popular on TikTok last month and then just get to Instagram this week or something like that. And we just see mm-hmm. it. So you'll see little stories, people sharing like, yeah, man, my name is Connor Johnson. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm someone who will present as a white male, but I'm actually black. And this is how it always goes. My mom's white. My dad's black. <laughs> watch yourself. Watch yourself. I'm just saying. I'm just, just saying. I know, but come on, I come understand. on, bro. Connor Johnson. Like I don't know how much more of a mixed name you could have. Like a Irish name, Connor Johnson. 
Anyway, he was like, yeah, the things that white people will say when they don't think any black people around is so wild. And they just share the most, quote unquote, outrageous stories they ever heard in their life. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's all stuff you over like, man, I knew that was happening, man. It ain't nothing new. Like, what are you talking about? You just young. You just young and dumb. You know what I mean? So I think that's very apt for your friend to share that and confidence. Like, yeah, man, I know what I look like, but I know what I identify as. But it's also almost like a defense mechanism because you get to identify as it when it works for you. And then you cannot mm-hmm. identify it as it when it don't. So, for example, you were saying like, oh, yeah, she, she, when she was filling out applications or whatever, she'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm Latina, non-Hispanic. But at the same time, if you got the ability to know that maybe this position would be better for a white person, you just put white and no mm-hmm. one would know. <laughs> no one would know. They're going to know. No one's going to know. They won't find out. You know, like the Instagram little drink, man, little, little audio. So, I don't know. I always think about that a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Even when I apply for jobs, whatever, I talked about it last time. You know what I mean? When I was talking about, man, maybe I need to put myself as a Caribbean person or like a Latino person so I can get better um, visibility when it comes to the hiring project process. You know what I'm saying? Put some Spanish on my joint. You know, give me Duolingo, study that for three weeks. Say I'm I'm, I'm adept at Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Whole time just using Google <laughs> Translate to talk to individuals and make things. You know what I mean? They're like, man, this is the most formal thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like, yeah, you know, I just learned the academic Spanish when I was growing up. My mom, she was a teacher. You know, just lie. They won't know. Like, how, they how they know they won't know they're going to find out they won't know <laughs> so you know first of all don't, don't do that don't do that people i guess well ah, to your point though if you don't know spanish you, you'd accept it but if you know spanish you know you know the difference between someone who actually knows spanish i'm not even gonna talk about native speaker or learned speaker none of that like you know the difference is somebody who knows spanish and google translate it's just it just ain't the same i don't got caught doing that like <laughs> sitting there not like trying to pretend like i know spanish but somebody would send me something and i'd say like hola in response or some one little phrase that i have and then uh-huh. they'll send me something fully in spanish and i like throw that shit in google translate <laughs> and then i make a response throw it in google translate and i send it back and they're like nah bro this didn't mean what you thought it meant and I would say, okay, I sent that to Google Translate. It didn't work. Well, the way Google Translate should work is that you read, you should, this is going to sound crazy. It's going to sound like I'm a scumbag. <laughs> but <laughs> you got to read what the person said in English, right? And then what you see in English, you respond in English too. And then you put the English in the Google Translate and have it translated. And then have it translate back to English to see what the conjugation is wrong and then you could correct it. Oh, I like this. Cheap, so I'm just, cheap codes. I, I'm just saying, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to get in where you fit in, especially when you like, you know, salsa or whatever. Anyway, there's a lot of things going on. <laughs> and, uh, but before before we pivot, though, I do want to say this. Chris, when we talk about checking a box when it's advantageous to you, a lot of us don't have a choice. And now I, I, I would say if you had to choose whether you were, you know, sort of black or Hispanic or white, there's one that's more advantageous than the others. So uh, another part of our conversation that I have with my homie, um, she was just like, yeah, it's the same challenge uh, that you have if you're like, you know, if you're Arab, right? Like all of these folks, I talked to another friend of mine and he's Iranian. He doesn't have an option, but white. Cause you can't choose black. You can't choose Latin. He's Persian. He's from Iran. He's Persian, <laughs> but he can't, there's no other box to check, but white. So white. Other. Yeah. And then you put somebody in the other box and they don't count it. <laughs> Like, you got these others. You got like 40% of the world is these others. No, you're going you're gonna to choose a box that's closest to it. Bro, ain't no way. Ain't no way with his name. He going to put some, I'm white. I'm like, but that's what? the way. But that's his the name sounds like a magic spell. Like, the fuck, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking about. His name sounds like a magic spell. <laughs> got wave of wand when you say his name. What are you talking about? You rub a, a, a whole lamp when you say his name. It's no way he's white. It's no way. Yeah, so we're not talking about matching up IDs and paper applications. All you get is the paper application. And so in this case, there are some people who out here, they're just like, all right, well, I want to pass this goddamn test. Um, so I'm going to put what I need to put to get by. And then there's others who are like, hey, man, yes, you could put just other and leave it completely blank. Uh, but when you have no choice and you have to choose and check a box, that's the only box that you can really check. Yeah. I mean, it don't. Hurt. It also don't help that everything got pictures now. Back in the nineties, you could just be anonymous. You know what I'm saying? The, the applications was kind of more anonymous. Now everybody got a website, an Instagram, a Facebook, a, a social media, a Twitter. They all find these you. They sign. They find that picture fast as hell. You can put what you want. They pull up that picture. You look like you the wrong color in one of my other colors. <laughs> you can check whatever you want. <laughs> you can check whatever you want, man. Look at this new Instagram. It don't look like he's that at all. You know what I mean? So look at her right. Instagram. But that's all filters anyway, man. Come on, bro. That's all filters anyway. 
man, listen, man. See, man, listen, man. Everybody got, tan on Instagram. Everybody tanned on this. Man, I, I got a line of new song me and Kevin working on, man. I said, man, whenever I CGI, whenever I see IG, man. That's all I see is CGI, <laughs> bro. The people out here is computer animated <laughs> graphics, bro. It's like, dog. No, are you a real human? Is this how, who, what do you appearance look like? You look like a cartoon character. Like what is going on? It's CGI. And people think, and people wonder why they depressed, but I ain't going to get into that, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna get I, to I, that. Chris, that is a bar though. Uh, I'm looking forward to this new track. If that's what you're talking, yes. if that's what you're saying, if that's what you're dropping, yes. the double, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Hey man, I'm with CGI you. I'm with whenever you, man. I see IG, but I see them thighs. I need to see ID. Come on, man. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about, man? I was rapping on that chain. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff going on, man. Like, you know, even with the, another box, man, Black wealth is a box that we all trying to check. Are all black people trying to check the black wealth box? And what do where does everyone think black wealth exists in America? Uh, cryptocurrency? Atlanta. Why do so many <laughs> black people keep moving to Atlanta, man? <laughs> everybody that I know, everybody, it's like it's a point in your life. You just, you know what? I'm gonna move to Atlanta. Like, no, especially if you're in the South. Like, if you're in the South and you mm-hmm. wanna you wanna be upwardly mobile, you can live anywhere in the South except Texas. If you live in Texas, you just move to like Houston or Dallas or something. You move to a big city as opposed to one of them small townships where they live, you know, one of them small prairie conclaves they got out there, man. You know what I mean? But in black people, you live in like Alabama, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? Something like yeah, that. That's you're, gonna start creeping a, you're gonna start creeping a little bit north. It ain't called the north. You know, you start creeping a little bit north. Yeah. So like it, it, Arkansas, you know, you live in one of those places, you black, you're like, you know what? I want to start my own business. I'm going to move to Atlanta. You move to Atlanta. Wow, it's so it's such a big city. Atlanta's not that big, first. It's not, it's not even that big. <laughs> but it's like, wow, they have so buildings here. Wow, the people are so different. There's so many black people that seem to have so much money. It's like, yeah, that's really cool. But it's like, at the same mm-hmm. time, there's this dark-seated underbelly of street life that's very, very prevalent in Atlanta. For the, mm-hmm. this past couple of weeks, it seemed like it's been a prominent or a popular black person that been killed every week in Atlanta for the past couple of weeks. So mm. much so it's becoming, a, it became top of mind for me. Like dog, it's another person that died. I bet they from Atlanta and you check, boom, Atlanta, boom, Atlanta, boom. And even some of the most prominent rappers in rap, the young ones, they dying in Atlanta. It's crazy, bro. It's super crazy. So I was just wondering myself, why black people moving down there with the imminent threat of death or, <laughs> or a woman moved down there. She thinks she going, you know, find love and then she mm-hmm. end up getting tricked into a situation with someone who's uh uh sexually uh amb- ambiguous let me put it like that that's uh that's a little bit more gender fluid than what they would have mm-hmm. really desired as a in their partner because you know <laughs> as much as let's let me just finish as much as you know a lot of a lot of black women say they allies until they realize that they real lives aren't their real lives <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They realize that they real lies are real lies, bro. Like, bro, you're not really an ally because next thing you know, you with somebody. Oh, my God, you're this. Oh, my God. You should have said something beforehand. It's like, well, it shouldn't matter. You say he's an ally. Well, it kind of does matter, I guess. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all cool to your man's out here sucking dick signal. Um, <laughs> well, Chris, that's, you finally got to it. And, uh, and uh, uh, it is interesting that you you didn't just uh, go for it like I think you normally would. You were you pretty much creeped around what you wanted to say, which, you know, I applaud a bit. I'm just going to say this. We went to American University in Washington, D.C., which was known to have a large LGBTQ plus uh, community, right? And was affectionately known as gay you. Or gay Jew. Or gay, or, or gay Jew. This yes. is, and, and, and it wasn't just people who were not of those communities saying that. It, mm-hmm. That's what AU was known for. And so when a woman arrives on AU's campus, in particular a Black woman, the running joke was that you had very few options, right? Because first of all, it was way more women on that campus than men. Five. <laughs> and the men... High five. High five, Mike. <laughs> Come on, high five. I met high my five. wife. I met my wife. I'm good. Oh. <laughs> Some Mike, of us still work here, but Mike I just shaded me explain. heavy, man. He just he just came from my neck with high key, bro. That's grimy, bro. That's grimy. <laughs> hey, for I said high five, trying to disparage women. This man disparaged me. He came for me. I was like, no, we supposed to be together, and it's like disparage. Let's let's be misogynist together right now. He's like, no, nah, I met my wife. I'm I'm put up. <laughs> That's how you know where I'm at with this. But look, 
even especially if you were a black boy, we were like, yo, there ain't that many dudes on this campus. And the dudes that are here, a lot of them are gay. And so <laughs> I've heard this too about Atlanta. I don't know if I'm just hearing this from people who are jaded, right? And so now they're just they're just angry and they're sad and, and they need to find somewhere else to move because they probably bought a house too. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like they stuck in trying to sell it in a, in a terrible market right now. Um, but it's, it's just like, they're like, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of black beauty in Atlanta, a lot of black wealth, a lot of black businesses. Um, and there's not a lot of black single men on the market <laughs> for all these black single women. And the ones that are on the market. Hey man, the way I'm hearing it, probability is that they're not interested in women or not just solely women. There and so go. like you said, Chris, and like you said, you're an ally when you're like, hey, I can support all of this until someone's telling you like, hey, they're not interested because, you know, yeah, they don't, they don't really like you, you know, but they might like your friend over there mm-hmm. or your brother might look cute. And you're no longer a fan of it. You're like, nah, I don't like this because it no longer, it doesn't benefit me. <laughs> like, this isn't like serving. This. this is It's not giving, serving me. It's not giving <laughs> stability. It's not giving... <laughs> masculinity it's not giving protector it's not giving provider it's not giving <laughs> what i need well what are you willing to give <laughs> at the end of the day everybody's selfish everybody is operating in their self-interest and i think a city like atlanta like it's rampant right because like you go there for it like you go there because you're like i want to find a black partner to have a black family to have a black business you want everything black in the black metropolis that is atlanta but you get there and it ain't all this cracked up to be. I know many more people who have left Atlanta because they're just like, just nah, bro. And I'm not saying Atlanta isn't great for people in a time of or in a time and space in your particular life. Like there may be a moment where it just makes sense. Uh, but what I hear a lot is from people who are from Atlanta, people who move to Atlanta, whether it's for college or for jobs or for love, they're like, not gonna find it. Not exactly. gonna find it. Yeah, man. It's, it's, what'd you expect, man? You think you're gonna be a Negro and find your Negress? Probably not. If you're a Negress, you're trying to find a Negro, you probably will. Especially if you built like everybody built in Atlanta. I don't know what they got going on in Atlanta. It must be direct flights from Atlanta to the Dominican Republic because everybody built exactly the same. They'd be thick as an oatmeal shake, man. I was like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? You'd be looking on IG or whatever, you know, as a male, you get, you get served stuff. Even if you don't like model pictures, you still get served model pictures. You know what I'm saying? You could be like in... Gym stuff, like oh, because I went on my Instagram. I like following gym stuff because they help me give tips mm-hmm. for new workouts or whatever. And then it just be dudes. And next thing you know, I still get service women. It's like dog. Not to say that it's not. Thank you, Instagram. But at the same time, it's like <laughs> I'm not looking for this right now. That's the opposite motivation I need. I don't need that type of motivation in this moment. I need to see somebody that I can like aspire to be like, not somebody I can aspire to be in. I mean, be with. I mean, <laughs> anyway, the point being is like it's just. It just don't make sense how that happens over and over. And then it's like, also, you keep ending up with the same type of person. It's like five archetypes that you run into over and over from what I understand when you're in Atlanta. You find like mm-hmm. the, you know, very religious man, you know, the religious nice guy, the whole mm-hmm. time he down low. <laughs> you found a super duper, you find a super duper street dude the whole time he down low. <laughs> you, f- <laughs> you, find, you find a reform street dude. But he too focused on not going back to whatever lifestyle he was in so that he can't commit to a relationship fully. And then you mm-hmm. find the dude who's kind of just a regular guy, but the regular guy you're not going to be interested into until you already kind of, not said, but like past your prime in a way. Like you're not going to be interested in a regular dude until you feel like you can't pull nobody else. That's your safety net mm-hmm. guy. And then the last dude is like, the super wealthy baller. You're going to find him, but he's going to smut you out because he's a super, super duper baller. He's a baller with a capital B, capital R, baller. You know what I'm saying? It's not a baller, baller, proper lamb, bro. It's a proper noun. So you're going to get smutted out and you're not going to, oh my God, my heart is so broken. I don't know. You're going to be listening to this, you know, ah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, and the dude just sitting there with on his um, little brother, dun, 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 some village, all I, maybe I'm selfish, dun, dun, you know, I can't help it. Call you know what I'm saying? He on all that. And it's, you can't help it because he's rich. He's like, man, I can find another you because y'all all look the same. You know what I'm saying? So it's just sad, man. And it makes me feel bad for like people that's in that situation looking for success in places that they're not going to find it. And in those moments, you just wish you you wish like, well, at least I wish that somebody could have just tapped them before they made that jump. Because a lot of people, like you said, end up in debt or, or an unnecessary, put themselves in an unnecessary problematic situation. 
Oh, yeah, man. I, I don't understand. Another box, though. We, we, we jumping boxes to boxes, man. Biden, what is this man doing, man? What is he doing? <laughs> now, before you even get into your bag, Chris, I, I have questions. I also often have questions for all politicians. And I'm going to say this on wax. And it ain't going to be the first time I'm going to say it. It's not going to be the last time I'm going to say it. But I don't really believe in our politicians um, broadly. I think there are a new age of politicians that are entering um, politics that I that I have faith in. There's some old heads who I think always had the good heart and the good faith. Um, but there's many more, many more who are there to play the game. Um, and they're there to, to get that bag um, and uphold bullshit just to keep it easy. So... I didn't expect much from Biden. One, because um, I didn't expect much from him and didn't get much from him when he was the vice president um, of the United States for eight years. And considering his age um, and considering how, (laughs) not even conservative, because just considering how ridiculous Trump was, like Biden was a super safe bet. Like that was like, that was like, you know, comparison to the Atlanta you know, story we were just telling, you know, that's like going and trying to get your, 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 your street baller, like out there giving you the time of your life, but probably hitting on you, probably doing some wild shit too. And then you're just like, Oh, I need something. I need something simple. I just need an easy man. And then mm-hmm. that's when you go and get your, you know, your quote unquote boring man, got a job, pretty stable mentally, emotionally, not that exciting. Um, but they're going to check all the boxes for what you need right now. Maybe not what you want. And I think right now, Biden gave us what we needed, which was to get that other motherfucker out of office. <laughs> That's what we needed to happen. The rest of it, what we want to happen for, you know, social change and other things like that, not going to happen. I don't put it all on him, but he's going to get the fall for it. He's going to take the fall for it. So, right. Chris, what, did, what, did, what, what do you expect outside of being a troll? What did you expect? You expected gas your not, debt to be gone? I, I expected gas not to be $18 a gallon. I expect that me be able to go buy groceries as a working individual that's, that's supposedly in the middle class, which doesn't seem to exist. I bought a car and the eggs. It was $6. When I looked at them eggs, I was like, what the fuck they got in these joints, man? Cocaine? Is this fentanyl in this? Is this <laughs> going to feed me for... Is it, what is extra protein in these joints, man? It's not even... They not even whole food brand. You know what I'm saying? They, they not these double stuff. yoked up. Yeah, man. What the, what's going... Exactly. <laughs> double yoked up. You just out here, double yoked up on a Saturday, on a Wednesday afternoon. You know what I'm saying? No. These just regular eggs. Regular old... I still got my... I bought eggs two months ago. I can't throw them away. Can't throw them away. Why? They're too expensive. I got to eat them. I've been frying this. I fry them joints hard as hell. I fry them as hard as I can fry them. I still eat them. I crack them open. They taste a little gamey, man. You ever had a gamey egg? It's not pleasant. It's not. It tastes like snot. I still, I put salt and cheese on it with some, with, I try to make it seem like that's just the, you know, that's just the cheese flavor. It's not. It's the eggs. They not right. They not right, man. Two months ago. There ain't no eggs I'm supposed to have no two months. They been on top of the fridge. Why does food cost so much? Why is rent so expensive? Bro, you got to have a side hustle for your side hustle to afford mm-hmm. in a studio apartment. What is going... You know, me and Mike, man. Mike, Mike, Mike's super blessed. You know, I'm doing my thing. I'm on the rise. You know what I'm saying? I'm able. <laughs> able. Mike blessed. He got a house. I'm still in an apartment. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a one-bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Always been in a one-bedroom. You know what I'm saying? I never did this studio life. You know what I'm saying? Except that three months when I was unemployed and, you know, making dinner for my my significant other. That says, hey, sweetie, I cleaned the apartment. Oh, hey, what's going on? I hope you had a good day at work. <laughs> oh, dinner's made. I made this tonight. I hope you're hungry. You know, that's when I was, you know, when I was in school. You was out here simping. You was out here simping. No, I wasn't simping. Well, I was simping. In the, in the future, I was simping. <laughs> but, but at that time, no, I was just doing what I could to survive. I was, dude, I was doing what I could to survive, man. <laughs> but um, anyway, I was, I was a homeless sexual. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, man, I just don't understand, man. And I would get, I got into it with my grandmother a little bit about it, man, because she just watched CNN all day, all day. She watched CNN, MSNBC, ABC, mm-hmm. NBC. She watched all the, all the C's. You know what I mean? And I was just like, you can't just watch that and think you know what's going on. You got to watch the other stuff too. You got to watch everything. Don't just watch it because she watched the CNN all morning. And then mm-hmm. cut on NBC in the afternoon and then watch CNN all night and then throw in an action movie before she go to sleep and be like, that's the yeah. world. It's like, that's not that's the right. world. That's not the that's world, right. though. I was like, that is not the world. That's your life, but that's not the world. I like, got so much stuff going on. Like, she's talking about how 
America this, America that. I was like, America about to be in debt, man. We gave all that money to all them people all over the world, man. We ain't got no money here, man. People robbing each other, killing each other. It just don't make sense. Cost of living keep going up. There's no solid line, like a bare minimum that they can charge, like a maximum they can charge for certain things. Like, why mm-hmm. is bread $7, $5 for a regular loaf of bread? When I was a little bread, it used to be 99 cents. And your check yeah. ain't, checks ain't getting bigger. They're getting more right, more and more regular. And I and I can't help but think, is this because they call, they doubled the cost of minimum wage? They made it $15 an hour, what, two years mm-hmm. ago? And now everything expensive. <laughs> and they said that this is exactly what they said wasn't going to happen. <laughs> it's exactly what they said. They promised us we're going to raise minimum wage and nothing going to go up. Everything will still stay the same price. We're just raising the minimum wage to combat the fact that the cost of living has risen exponentially over the past couple of years. And then now, uh, two years later, everything doubled in price. Try to buy a salad from the grocery store, it was $9. A salad, it used to be $4.99, which was kind of steep then. I was like, man, that's kind of steep, but you know, you, you thug it out. But now I'm looking at it like, man, what is going on? You ain't never been a sweet green? I'm talking about from the grocery store. I, I don't care. You ever been a sweet green? Them, thing, them joints cost $16 for a salad. First, first of all, sweet green is candy. They put sugar in the salad. I don't eat them for that. You put sugar on my salad. <laughs> and, and, and them joints is eat. That's when them's nasty. People want to write fat got diabetes. You eating sugar on your salad, dumbass. Stop eating that shit. Don't eat that shit. Don't put that shit in your body. You want to go get you a real salad? Like go to chop. Go to chop. Hey, hey, that raspberry, walnut, vinaigrette. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's sugar. It's syrup. It's literally syrup. Why is it <laughs> raspberry vinaigrette on my salad? Oh, you mean you put strawberry syrup on my salad? Yes. Extra that, please. <laughs> what? With candy, walnuts. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's candy coated walnuts. It's sweet. It's you eat a salad with 48 grams of sugar per serving, and it's two servings in a salad. That's 96 grams. What are we doing? What are we doing? You want to know what's a good salad? Chop. You want to know why? Because it don't taste good. When you eating it, it tastes healthy. <laughs> it tastes healthy. That's how you know it's not. That's how you know it's good for anything that's not good. For, anything that's good for you don't taste good. That's a hundred percent a fact. That's a hundred percent a fact. You want to know what's not good for you? Apples. Them shits don't taste good, but they good for you. Oranges don't taste good. They good for you. Uh, what's a, blueberries? Not the best tasting fruit. They good yeah, as nah, hell for really. you. What about Brands mango birds. though? Mango, mango bad as hell, man. I, I love, I love mango. Pineapple. Love pineapple. Man, you can't eat too much pineapple because it's too much acid. Everything yeah, that's gonna kill you, it's gonna, it gonna kill you. Yeah. Exactly. Everything yeah, that's yeah. that's good for you, that tastes good, got a, a side effect that hurts you in some way. <laughs> you eat too much craft and crunch, that shit cut your mouth. You eat too much pineapple, you break out. You're like you 18, you like the 13 years old, you break out. Uh you eat too much uh, strawberries, it make your, you spike your blood sugar. You know what I'm saying? You get diabetic. You go into a pre-diabetic coma. Like, you can't eat too much of that stuff, man. You can't. You just can't. Same thing with mangoes. You eat too much mango, man, it mess you up, man. And your body can't process all that sugar. This is a thing. So, it's natural sugar, though, Chris. Yeah, because it breaks down into a complex carbohydrate and all that. I understand. But I'm not here to talk about bro science. like <laughs> Exactly. And I want you to stay in this bag real quick, Chris, because you said some things. Yes. And I, I think there are is a strong correlation with the time frame in which you're talking about prices of things increasing. I don't know if you put on pants or shorts or whatever you put on on your legs before you walk out the house and you Dog. reach in your pocket and you put some pants over it and you reach it to your pocket and you might feel a, a mask in there, right? Mm. You might feel a mask or you, or you put on your jacket, you might feel a mask in there and you're like, oh, or you have a backpack, you're going through it, you dig in there. You pull out a mask. You had all those damn masks because you were, were, quote unquote, in a pandemic. And I say were because I think we still are, but mm-hmm. I think we, we, we've all left this pandemic. So, Chris, pandemic happens. Supply chains, shortages. Chris, when you have a supply chain shortage, things become even more expensive. No. It happens. And then we also have this, this, this war, this very unnecessary, in all wars, are unnecessary it's false. in my mind. False. But you have this war going on <laughs> with a country that is responsible outside of the U.S. and some Middle Eastern countries, I believe, that is, you know, a primary producer of, of the world's oil supply. So if them motherfuckers is going crazy in a whole nother country trying to take it over for undisclosed reasons, I think that supply chain is going to be affected by it. Whether you want to buy the oil, we just, who was it? I think, was it Canada? I, I can't remember what country it was that bought like millions of gallons of, of of oil from Russia when everybody else was like, don't touch it. But they were like, yo, I need to get this oil from my country. Like I get what they, I get what's going on, but I need this oil. And everybody shamed them like, shame, don't buy that oil. And Russia was selling it by the millions of gallons. And so if there's a war happening and one of our main suppliers of oil is the perpetrator, 
oil is going to be more expensive, which means gas will be more expensive. There's correlations here for tangible things that are happening in life that are affecting these prices. It ain't got shit to do with minimum wage going up. There are some impacts of minimum wage, some positive and some negative, but it ain't this direct effect of everything being more expensive. I have to say that's not true in some capacities. What is the price of oil you have to do with bread being $5? Production. Have you seen wheat farms? Yeah, I know they, they got in the middle of America or whatever, yeah. You're saying because the shipping cost is that much higher, they have to charge every single loaf of bread needs to cost? So I'm just saying this. You know how much waters farms use and how many droughts are happening? Small, quick point. California, they said 50% of the water that's used in California is on landscaping, right? In rural areas, water consumption, farmers. It's tough out here. I'm not, can't produce okay. it. Okay. Can't produce anything. Supply gets shorter. And so whatever is produced, it increases. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. <laughs> I don't what? know what you're talking about. You telling me all this like I'm supposed to give a fuck, man. Bread too expensive, man. Fuck them niggas, man. What are we talking about? Bread too expensive. Like, that's why people killing each other. That's why people fighting and killing each other. Because it's just that, too expensive. Now that, now that is a correlation. Like, like you, yes. you talking about, you talking all this, all this mumbo jumbo hippie stuff. Like, it's, it's, it's simple facts. I, I hear you with the logic. Like, I can't disagree, I can't dis- disagree with your logic. But fuck okay. all that. Because it's America. <laughs> This ain't a third world country. Supply chains affected. Fuck all that. It's America. Like what we talking about? We said we acting like it ain't a it ain't a warehouse somewhere with a billion carton of eggs right now ready to get shipped out. Where's the scarcity? We throw yeah. away more food than other countries eat. What are we talking that's, about? And that's capitalism, then, man. Chris, you opted into capitalism. You opted into capitalism. I love capitalism. capitalism. Like you, I love capitalism. Exactly. And that's the result. Because you ain't going to give away some product for free just because you have it in abundance. Somebody needs to pay me for this. I ain't saying it's free. We got extra. That's what I'm trying to say. We got extra. Why are they so charging me more when I know the there's extra? Low. Yeah. They, it, well, I, know y'all, I know y'all throwing it away. I know y'all throwing it away. Because you out here buying it at $7. Because you need it. Because you need it. And that's because Biden. That's because Biden. <laughs> Fuck all that. Listen, Biden. This man, need to. he need to go ahead. Biden need to go ahead and tell the man, release them goddamn reserves, man. We know you got extra ultra white miracle whip in the joint, man. We know you got extra Capri Suns in the back tucked away. This shit not even water. A lot of stuff say it's made with agua or agua fresca. What the fuck is that? That's not water. I don't know what that is. It's some chemical compound that's probably H2O, but it ain't water. It's the same way when you order up from McDonald's, it's 100% Angus beef. That's not real beef. That's a product right. that McDonald's made. We don't know what it is. It's probably dog and cat in that, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we, we question it because it's delicious and juicy. You know, we put enough salt, enough fat in anything, it tastes good. So what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say is, but this is all on him. Be a leader, man. We had a rent freeze during pandemic. How? They made decisions. Made decisions. Who? Government. They made what decisions. government? Who? Where? Who? Executive the government did it. The executive yeah. office made that decision. Yo, we got we to freeze rent. My people, my constituency, they can't afford it. They're not working. Let's freeze rent. Rent was frozen. Biden, um, I've consulted with my lawyers and they said that I can't do that. What you talking about? <laughs> people on the street and people on the street because they can't afford to live. They can't afford to live. So they start robbing. The crime rate has risen. This is it's, not because we, it's not because people doing more crimes because they want to. It's because they got to. It ain't, that's the whole crime has always been like that. It's a crime of need. A lot of crimes. Unless you're a scammer. Scam a scam because they like scamming. But if you don't hear yeah. a strong arm robbing people, a lot of the times it's not because you want to, it's because you have to. And then it just become normal. And then that's when you start doing it because you want to. But the, the, that first initial time you rob somebody, it's never like you scared as hell because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's so, true. I'm saying all that to say, man, yeah, man, Biden need to get this ass together. And where the hell is Kamala Harris with her fake Timberland? Kamala. I keep saying when she does what she's supposed to do, she'll get her name pronounced correctly. Where is Kamala Harris, man? Her fake AKA fake judge throw black people, black women in a jail for no reason. Where is she at, man? Huh? With her yeah. with her weird effeminate house husband, man. You know what I'm saying? Young, weird as hell. <laughs> weird as hell, man. Weird as you hell. Know, word on the street is that she's she's pretty hamstrung. She wants to do all of these things, but her office is telling her no. I I think that's bullshit. Uh, I mean, can I can I confirm? Nah, but I just think that's bogus. Just knowing her. Background. I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt, Chris. Like I said well before, I wanted to see if she would spend these next 40 years really changing her own history because of what she does today and in the future. But she ain't changing. And she's in office. Uh, The best thing about this is that she may not become the president. 
She ain't because uh, she just fucked it up. She should have been a leader. She bought it on here fucking up. She should have slid right into that spot. You know what? You ain't gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do yeah. it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. She just slid her ass right into the White House doing that. Now she goofy. Now she look goofy. I I have to listen to my advisors because they know more than they know more than me. What you mean they know more than you? You ain't have a problem throwing on them black families, all them people in jail in California all them years. When they people was telling you, people was protesting your dumb ass, don't throw this person away. It was only one time. This person's recovering recovery. This person's doing that. Now she's all, I'm a virtue signaler. I, I don't, I'm sorry. I stand with my people. I have to listen to my, what are we talking about? It's, it's not giving, I should do it. It's not giving reelection. It's not giving constituency. It's not giving conservative. Like, what are we doing? Dang, man, it, that's not, it doesn't seem like it's going to serve me. Therefore, I don't need to really acknowledge it. And that's when we get to the next box, accountability. Dog, hmm. where's the accountability? What are we doing? We, it seems like a lot of us have stopped checking that box. I know I had checked those, stopped checking that box over a uh, pandemic when it came to my fitness. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. I was walking around, right? Well, last time I was walking around a smooth 255, man, looking like a whole unit of an individual, man. I was looking like a monster. And give people context. You were aware before 255, just so they know. I was 235 before that. I was walking around 238, 235. And then during the pandemic, I put on about 20 pounds. A muscle, fuck you, you talking about. But, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I had put on, I had put on some weight, man. Been in the house, man. Scared to go to the gym, scared to go outside because I was, I was listening to my grandmother saying I was gonna die. Still caught COVID all them goddamn times. Then, then ain't mad. I should have just been out there anyway. Like I kept catching COVID. Like I caught COVID like three, four times. Like I beat it every time though, because I'm from good stock. You know what I'm saying? God love me. I know God love me. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't go to no hospital. I ain't get intubated. I ain't get none of that stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? I just, I went home, drank me some water, and you know why. Watch me some world star. Watch yeah, me some, some goddamn ginger fight ale videos. And, some and I know ginger, yeah, some ginger ale saltines. I wish I could, but that's they gave you diarrhea. But when you had COVID, I had, I had that real COVID. I ain't had a throat COVID. I had the butt COVID, bro. I, the diarrhea was serious, bro. It was serious, and I'm being real candid right now. It was. I had to buy toilet paper in a in abundance because I needed it. I, it was nothing I could do, bro. I was dying. So, Chris, Chris, you looking real slim? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been working out. No, I wasn't. Diarrhea, bro. I mean, I'm dehydrated right now. I, this is gone. <laughs> I have nothing in me. It's nothing in here. I can't hold nothing. So, yeah, man. But if I'm trying to get back to that, whatever. I've been working out, whatever. Trying to get back into it. I've been doing, I've been consistent the past couple of weeks, whatever. And I already done put on some massive gains, you know what I'm saying? And uh, also when it comes to like business stuff, I had took a break when it comes to like doing my business stuff inside contracts and stuff. Because I've been trying to do other things to make sure that I'm my my day job is more gainful in a way that I needed to be before I try to get mm-hmm. back to doing side hustle stuff. Cause I realized I was doing so much side hustle stuff. I wasn't worried about my day job cause my side hustle was basically supplementing any money I needed. But I was like, man, I need mm-hmm. that money up front so I can make my side hustle really boom. And then me and Kegel been trying to do more, been more consistent with the music stuff. So I've been working on that, trying to make sure that's coming out. And then the song was supposed to come out this past third, this past Friday on the 10th. And then the, the people, the, distrib- the distribution, Companies say they couldn't do it because it was some mix up in the cover art, which made me feel like it was bogus because at that same day, the Tyler creator and Pharrell Williams or whatever song came out. And I was like, man, this is why, because they had all their bandwidth put on that. Like it was, that was a major worldwide release. You know, you mm-hmm. won't release with nobody coming out because then they got to put your stuff out. But um, yeah, man, mm-hmm. so I've just been trying to be more consistent with that, being more active in that. And even beyond and evil stuff, been trying to figure out how to do the ads and how to make sure everything jumping and doing what we got to do. So. I don't know, Mike, what you been trying to be more consistent in, man? Yeah, and a part of this, Chris, talking about checking this box, was checking the box is taking care of yourself. You know, we mm-hmm. just jumped out of the box of, you know, you have to check a box to, to vote in any person in office, and then there's a box you need to check for yourself. And of all the boxes we talked about, this one might be the most important. I'm going to just say this on wax. What you identify as, as cool, man. At the end of the day, though, like, who are you, though, as a person, right? And if that's so tied into, like, you being cisgender or any of that other stuff. Like, I'm like, I think that's great for you. Um, But like, how do you really show up? And for me, what we're talking about here on accountability is like, how how are we trying to show up in all the things that we do? A bit of this is going to be work-based, right? Because that's where we spend and have and occupy our time. And a lot of this is going to be like in the house stuff, right? So checking this box, um, Chris, I got super sexy over 18 months. I was working on my fitness. Uh, nutrition wasn't really a focus, but I knew that that would take me the other like 80%. But the 20% that I had over 18 months, I was sexy so much so, you know, I'd walk around in the house and the boo would be like, oh, you cute. And then Chris, that was the worst thing she could have ever told me. Because once she told me that, I was like, I'm cute. And then I let it go. I let it go. Um, 
also around the same time of leaving my job, I was just like, yo, I don't have anything that I'm trying to distract myself from my job, which was working out and all the other stuff. Now I just have free time. And I started doing other stuff like eating, <laughs> video games, chilling. Um, and so now I want to get back to that. And the first box to check for me is, is nutrition, portion control. I'm working on that. Um, not trying to eat too much. And also about nutrition, making sure that I'm not eating a bunch of chips. I love chips, bro. I, I love chips. It's I amazing. <laughs> I love Mike, chips. A little bit of chips. And Mike. Exactly. Me and Mike. I'm sweet. Pause. But I, like, <laughs> I like sweet stuff. And Mike likes salty stuff. And it's been like that since college. Because I remember I used to be like, man, you don't like that. You know, me. that was back when I was on my super fat boy mission. Bro, you don't like... Like, you can't eat a whole pack, a whole box of oatmeal cream pies. Mike be like, hell no. I might be able to eat a piece. A piece? <laughs> I ain't understand. And Mike be like, you can't eat a whole bag of chips. I'm like, I could, but I don't, that's not really what my jam. He's like, man, I can crush chips, man. Tostitos, Doritos, Fritos. Oh, man. I was like, I don't get that how you eat all that salt. He's like, I don't get how you eat all that goddamn sugar. I was like, all right, you got it. And like the epitome of Chris and I's choice is that when Chris is stressing and he wants to chill, what 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 do you have? You said there's a pie. Pecan pie. <laughs> or, some, or some carrot cake. Oh my God. Listen, so I was in Miami. It was with an international group or whatever. Hey. With, my, with my lady friend or whatever. Um, hey. met, her brother, met her brother or whatever. It was cool. He cool as hell. Young and handsome as hell. <laughs> like... And you said you were sweet. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm just saying, I know, right? Well, I don't care. It's Pride Month. You know what I'm saying? I'm an ally. <laughs> hey, hey, No, nah, like you meet people. You ever meet somebody be like, damn, Younger kind of good looking. It's like, nah, Younger was kind of good looking. I was like, God Absolutely. damn. He, he, she, she comes from some good stock. I was like, yo, I was like, my afterwards. I was like, man, your whole family look like this? Because God leave, man. What I'm dealing with right now? You look like this. And then he look like that, man. Make me feel like the odd man out. I'm not saying I'm not attractive, but dad Lee, man, what are we talking about, man? You like, you sure you like me? You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> you sure? But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, fast forward, I'm talking to this lady at the dinner, whatever we had dinner is a whole group of us and she from Italy or whatever. So I'm talking to her about stuff that I know about cooking, whatnot. She talking about how she made carrot cake. They got a carrot cake they make in, in Italy that's made with actual curds. I was like, oh, that's like the Jamaican one. And she's like, nah, it's different. It's made with orange juice and fresh shaving carrots and flour and this and that. And I was like, oh, and she's like, yeah, it's only one. It's not multi-level like in America. It's just one level. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she said, you're supposed to put an orange glaze on it, bro. Oh, what kind? So eventually, evidently, because in Italy, you know, you cook everything from scratch. It ain't a lot of processed food in Italy, which is what I'm learning, which is why everybody looks so good over there. Even though they eat pasta all day, it's because it's not processed. It's like people were making fresh pasta. Every meal is made to order. Like the cheap girl I'm saying, she told me like, yeah, man, I remember, they, I remember the first time I had McDonald's. Like, what you mean? She's like, it tastes so weird. It's because nothing processed over there. Like nothing's, mm. everything is fresh. So you make the orange glaze from orange juice from squished, fresh squeezed oranges, bro. So you take an orange, you squeeze it until the juice comes out, and then you simmer it in a pan with sugar and butter, bro, until it clarifies and turns into a gel. And then you pour that hot syrupy gel over top of the cake, which has been basically cooled for about 24, 8 to 24 hours, and it forms a mirror glaze on top of bro. When I tell you my mouth started watering, bro, we's at a restaurant. I'm eating food. When, that's how I know I'm fat for real. Like, I be, I look diesel, but I'm fat for real, bro. Like, I already know. If, I'm like a couple cheeseburgers away, bro. Like, I was just like, my mouth was watering eating that, man. Like, thinking, not even eating. I'm saying eating, I'm fat. I'm thinking about it, bro. I was like, that sounds good as hell. Some carrot cake or the orange mirror glaze. Like, some Amer great American, great British bake-off type level, dog. She was describing it so good. I was like, oh, my gosh. She's like, you should come to Italy. I was like, yeah, I should. <laughs> I'm on the way. I'm on the way. <laughs> so cake is yours. Uh, you said salty. I love me some French fries, man. So much so, it's hilarious. Uh, so the, the homies that came this past weekend, uh, they noticed that on our island uh, in the kitchen uh, that there is a, a big bowl and that bowl holds about 10 pounds of potatoes. There we go. 10 pounds of potatoes, because every square meal, <laughs> I'll make a potatoes. If Eric and I make something that does not include potatoes, and it's a light meal, I might fuck around and make potatoes afterward. Like, I might. So, I love them. I love a little salt. I love a little spice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Chris, nutrition. I'm working on that, because I, I got to. 
fitness comes with it, trying to work out. So before I even get into my back, Chris, I wanted to do some accountability talk before we wrap this up. Yeah. And just like we did previously, where we said we want to set a goal and we want to hold ourselves publicly accountable to mm. the goal. So uh, I'm going to give you some time to think because I already know what mine is because I even I positioned or I propositioned you with this. So I'm going to give you mm. a little bit of time, but I need you to say one. If you got two, you got two, but I, I got a few. Um, but these are the ones that I'm sure. Um, fitness. Mm. I need to work out five times a week. Mm. And I need to post it. Okay. On, on IG. The Bay page? We can go Bay page. We can go personal. Whichever one you feel good about. If it's Bay page, I can do it too. I just do Bay page. You know what I'm saying? Thousand you know, percent. Five days a week. And I'm going to give myself five days a week. Oh, Chris, I want to go three months or six months. I feel like the, the, the responsible person in me <laughs> wants to go six months and be like, yo, you could do it. And then the other side of me is just like, bro, you done already said too much. <laughs> you done already said it. So Chris, I'm gonna go six months, five days a week. Fitness. All right. That, 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 is, that is the goal that I'm putting out there to our peoples. Hold your boy accountable. Goal number two. Goal number two. Um, and this is, this is going to actually be a fairly straightforward one. Velma Jeans Studios is one of the sponsors of the podcast. Velma Jeans Studios is my consulting agency um, that will essentially split out into three pieces of work. Um, one is a consulting community. Another is an online platform for that consulting community and others that need to leverage those consultants and their superpowers. And then the last is a place-based facility. So long story short, I want to have individuals who are talented consultants or entrepreneurs, whatever we want to call them, where they are working with nonprofits, venture capitalists, and philanthropists to fill their capacity needs by delivering fractional services. And I want to make all the things that we create available. And I'm saying this on wax, Chris, make this available uh, to the public via a platform. And then if you need those resources in person, I want to start with a select city, which will likely be Chicago. So you'll have a place-based facility to do that. This plan is in my head and written out in other different places, but it's not really codified into like a write-up, a solid write-up. And I've been holding off on that. I need to send an email to really get this started. And so the first thing I need to do is build a list of about, mm, I want to say about 100 consultants, entrepreneurs. Right now I have a list of 250, but they're not my contacts. It was mm -hmm. contacts that somebody gave me. So that's what I want to do. By the end of June, two episodes from now, I need to be able to say that I have sent that email to start to generate my 100 contacts for consultants for Veil Machine Studios. And Chris, I'm going to stop there because I already feel, already feel like I've bitten off more than I could chew. But I'm a fat boy at heart. So I think I got this. Okay. Where you at with it, Slim? Man, I don't know, man. Mike know me, man. I don't like that. He's, I thought he was going to say three days a week, man. I was like, cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm already doing that. Because <laughs> you're competitive. you competitive. I could do three days. I could do three days a week. That's why I didn't say it. I know. I know. But Mike, you know, you know me and, we, me and you work out different, man. You work out like 40. You give yourself a solid 45. You get everything you need done. I'll be in that gym like an hour and a half, two hours, man. I'll be in that gym looking like a homeless person by the time I'm finished, bro. You got to keep it going. Keep it, keep it I going. Know, no man. breaks, no I breaks. Know, man. I know. That's what I'm saying. They be in this dumb because I do anaerobic heavy lifting. You're not supposed to do that. That's how you snap your shit up. But I'm so strong and I'm so favored by God. You know what I'm saying? Nothing ever happened. So, I come from good stock. <laughs> it's great stock, man. You know, when the big slave mix, they take the big male slave and mix it with the big female slave and they make bigger slave kids. You know what I'm saying? That's where I come from. So. Yo. Man, I gotta be match you, man. I gotta match it. Six, five days a week every for six months. I'm doing it, man. I'm already two days in. So I guess we got post coming up today, leg day. Let's go, Chris. Five days a week with me. Yeah, I'm gonna do five days a week. Five days a week, man. Five days a week. Where you, where, where you at, Kiego? Where you at, Brandon? You know, where you at? Yeah, where y'all at, man? Come on, verify, man. Y'all should join us, man. Get, get, we gotta get, 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 get good for the summer, man. Get good for the summer, uh, you know, mm -hmm. into the winter, you know. But and then my and second thing. You got one thing, more for me, Chris? Oh, you got, yeah, one, got more. one more thing. Yeah, man. Spicy. I, wanted to, spicy. I wanted to be more consistent with me and Kegel with the music stuff. Me and Kegel, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I checked, I finally went back and fixed all my tax stuff for my music. Me and Kegel had you. out in the past and made some money, man. I made $28, which don't seem like a lot of money to regular yeah. people, but in streams, 
That's a lot of streams to make twenty eight dollars. <laughs> that's a lot of goddamn money. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's so I was go. like, okay. So you know, I won't be more consistent. Me and Kiko supposed to be putting on a song every three weeks. That window has just now been pushed back because of the fact that the previous release was supposed to already be out, but it got pushed back for some technical reason. I don't understand. They don't respond or whatever. So I've just been waiting to hear back when it gets released. So I got to keep the train pushing, try to put on another song. And every song we want to try and get 2,500 plays, because I think that'll equal, like, if you get 2,500 plays with everything, we owned it ourselves. So we should make like five bucks or something like that. Which mm-hmm. to me is great, you know, that's a great return and then as an initial because some people put ourselves and don't get no lessons. So the fact mm-hmm. we getting lessons at true. all is this is true. It's great. So that shit fire, bro. I do I do fuck with you. Not just cause you my boy, but I appreciate y'all music. Drop that shit. Stop being a hoe. Just just check out Joe Mega <laughs> <laughs> on Spotify or Apple Music, man. You know, listen to Joe Mega, go ahead, subscribe or whatever. We got a little Instagram page too, but I ain't gonna talk about that right now because it ain't really populated the way it should be. But we do got more, we got more followers on there. I got my goddamn regular drink, man. It's fucking dumb, bro. I'm stupid as hell. No, but so I gotta figure it out, man. We gotta figure it out. So, so, so what that. is the goal, Chris? Just one more time, just for that last piece. What is the a goal? A song every three weeks for the next, I'm gonna say for the next like six months. So it should be at least what 18 songs or so coming out over the next couple months. Let's right? do it. Or is that six songs? That's six songs you coming out the every next three weeks. Yeah, every because that's how long it takes to get an algorithm. Like you gotta have three weeks. Like to get back into the algorithm. So if you so drop every three weeks, every three, three months. So it's like once a month, more or less. Months. Yeah. So okay. it's like six yes, songs should be coming go. out. And the next six months, we should have dropping a song a month, more or less. So, but you know, just be on the lookout for that, man. So I'm going to be tight. First song should be called Don't Be Surprised. Second song, <laughs> Aura, the little jam, some old the CGI, CIG joint. Um, <laughs> then the next song going to be Star Sign. And then uh, probably put out an EP and then put out another song after that. And that's, uh, that next song going to probably be A OK. And then there's gonna be some more uh, melodic stuff coming out after that. Then we're gonna put out an R&B project called um, Rhythm and Bars, the EP. That so it's gonna be a bunch of different looks on it, man. So just be on the lookout for that, man. You know, me and brother, any and all things, infinite minded, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Chris, I appreciate that. So to wrap this up, folks, we talked about boxes today, the boxes that we have to check, right? And the boxes that we do check um, and the boxes that we wanna surround ourselves with. And this box is a box called accountability. Yes. So if you are at least inspired or intrigued by Chris and I putting ourselves in a box of accountability so that we can free ourselves from this box and live in prosperity, go ahead and join us. Let us know what you think, what you're going to do, who's going to be your accountability buddy and how you're going to share it with us or that accountability buddy just to hold yourself true to that box you want to put yourself in so you can free yourself. Yeah, man. Uh, Hashtag accountability buddy. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag accountability buddy, man. You know what I'm saying? So you don't look up for that, you know, because Mike I already know Mike is a psychopath. Like I'm a psychopath, low key. He be trying to look all like he be talking about his wellness stuff, but he's a psychopath too. So I'll be on the lookout for your workout post today. Probably looking like you just went swimming or something stupid. So, I am not a commitment phobe, and so yeah. this is the commitment that I need. So, Chris, I think that's the podcast. Wow, appreciate you, baby. Appreciate you too, man.